Would you like to be known as blameless, upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil? Would you like great possessions? Would you like Yahweh singling you out as good? Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. As you may have recognized, all the questions I asked in the introduction were derived from the first few verses of the book of Job. Job, we are told, was blameless, upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil. Job had great possessions, and it was Yahweh who said of Job, there is no one like him on the earth. This is truly the epitome of a phrase we so often use, it doesn't get any better than that. Yet, as we move into the following verses of chapter 1, things begin going in a completely different direction. Satan accuses Job of being a front-runner, only fearing God for what Job could get from God. The Lord gives the devil permission, with limits, to put forth his hand on Job. One crushing blow after another follows. Job loses all his children and virtually all his possessions. At this point, he is left fundamentally only with his health and his wife. And in that context, he responds with these words. Words recorded in Job chapter 1, verses 20 through 22. Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. He said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Through all this, Job did not sin, nor did he blame God. So in Job's statement and actions, we have a clear expression of tremendous grief, and rightly so. But there's also a clear expression of tremendous submission to God's will, and rightly so. Job grieved his great losses, but he did not grieve as one without hope. In his grief, he worshipped the only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He acknowledged all he had came from the Lord, and all he lost was taken away by the Lord. Yet he did not blame Yahweh, but he blessed his name. Our triune God ordains whatsoever comes to pass. And from our human perspective, and from the way it is taught in Scripture, it is fair and right to say that the Lord allows, prevents, and causes things to happen. And in this case, he allowed Satan to wreak havoc in Job's life. And as we continue reading into chapter 2, God allows Satan to do even more to Job. Yet throughout Job's trials, and it is true of all believers, we understand this, Satan is on a leash. He can only do so much. He can only do that which God allows. 
Now, there's three things I can guarantee. First, all of us have experienced suffering. You may be experiencing suffer right now and in a very extreme way. Second, none of us have experienced the suffering of Job. And third, even in our time of greatest suffering and loss, we should, like Job, worship the Lord. We should, like Job, declare him good and just at all times, even in times of extreme suffering. And to do so, we must, like Job, know this. My Redeemer lives, and at last, He will take a stand on the earth. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Him. 